Welcome to the podcast of C3 Church with today's message. We love John, Elaine, and Caitlin. Amen. We see them as our own family. So help me applaud the Lord for them. Thank God. Amen. For the, the blessing that they are. Some of y'all get it. Yeah, some of y'all get it. You know, uh, I've been ministering long enough to uh, realize that some people find it difficult to appreciate the gifts of God uh, for fear that they would be guilty of lifting up flesh. Uh, and, uh, but if the president came in, come on, just out of protocol, uh, somebody might have to make some folk, but we would stand. Right, And I believe that the highest calling in the earth is the gospel preacher. Come on, the person that preaches to you, prays for you, uh, the Bible says is worthy of double honor. Amen. And your appreciation of them is reflective of your appreciation of God. Because he gives gifts according to his own heart. Amen. So let's try that again. Let's thank God right for the loftiness. Amen. That's right. Now, that's, that's, now we only go up from here from now on, right? Amen. Now you see, you, 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 uh, uh, that's right. You, you got it. I like him already. Amen. We got to move him in the front. Uh, but, but you, you know, you, they, they don't need it, but it is encouraging. Yeah. Amen. Uh, I, I believe that, that, that good uh, followers are both visible and vocal. Come on. Come on. Yeah, you got to say something. That's right. uh, some folk want to love you in silence. Right. Amen. But, but, but they, they need your, your encouragement. Amen. And so we thank God for them. Thank God for the leaders of this house as well. And the elders. Come on, the deacons, the servants, those that serve. Amen. Amen. And, and see, for the person that, that's struggling with this, this is biblical. Honor is biblical. The scripture says that, that not only should we know them that labor among us and that are over us in the Lord, but we are to esteem them highly for their work's sake. And see, when you do what heaven loves, heaven gets involved. Maybe sometime I'll come back and I'll teach on, I'll teach on honor. But honor is the highest seed that you can sow in the kingdom. It is the only seed that the Lord has promised instant reciprocity. And so, and so in 1 Samuel, I believe it's chapter 2, verse 30, the Lord says that if you, if you lightly esteem him, that he would lightly esteem you. In other words, he won't pay you any attention. That's, that's Greensboro talk for Old Testament. And I don't know about you, I need the Lord to pay attention to me. I like knowing that I'm on his mind, Michelle. Don't, how about you? I like knowing that, Caleb, that I'm on the Lord's mind. Praise the Lord. And then I want y'all to help me thank God for my wonderful wife. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, we've been married 30 years this year. 30. High school sweethearts. Amen. <laughs> Apostle John, I prophesied to her. I, I, I wouldn't even say, but I sent, her a, I sent her a Christmas card. I was in the 10th grade. I said, you will be mine. <laughs> Tim, she tried to resist. Who he think he talking to? <laughs> Amen. And we've been together ever since. <laughs> Brothers, you better say what you want. Right? And mean what you say. 
Praise the Lord. We, we've had a phenomenal time uh, this weekend. Thank God for these musicians. Amen. Come on, y'all. Amen. Man. Those first few songs of praise and worship, I thought, we, I said, man, we, we, ain't, we not going to move past this. Because this is Pentecost Sunday, right? This is the time that we remember uh, 50 days after the resurrection when the Holy Spirit fell for the very first time and the church was birthed by the Spirit. Uh, we commemorate that day on today. Amen? And, and so supernatural things are bound to happen. Uh, especially yeah. for people who believe God. And, and, and that's the critical thing. See, the, the things of God are received by faith. Come on, God's not moved by your tears. He's not moved by your eloquence. But you have to function by faith. You, have, you know, where the scripture says, and I'm going to get into the message here in a moment. Uh, the scripture says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Hebrews 11 and 6 uh, the, the, the whole picture there is that that faith is a place that you must that you must occupy. You have to dwell there. Right. And and the devil seeks to get you out of that place because he knows that outside of that place, you're not pleasing to God. So he, so God wants us to live in, in a place of faith. Amen. And, and, and faith has a language and, and faith. Man, God, faith has a. Faith has a pursuit to it, right? It, faith, faith desires the things of God, it, it, and it doesn't have to see them. Y'all will get that later. It, it doesn't have to see them visibly, but, it, but because it knows that God is, it knows that everything that God is, he is, and everything that God can do, he can do. And it trusts that, right? Uh, independent of, of external things. It, see, faith doesn't need external stimuli. It just believes God. Yes. Amen. 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 In, in the praise and worship, there, there were some things that the Lord uh, started speaking to me, uh, a, a couple of things. One came um, in, the, in that initial praise and worship that the watchmen must become warriors, that, that the watchmen of this house must become warriors. Warriors. That there was a there was a, a what we call a war cry, amen. In in that in that singing in those songs, but the watchmen of this house must become warriors. And then secondarily, there's some people who only come here to watch, who need to become warriors. It's time for you to stop spectating, and for it's time for you to get in. Gates. Now, he told y'all uh, that I got permission to correct. It's in love, right? But, 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 but it's time for those that merely spectate to become engaged and, and to become a part of the, of, and we're going to talk about this, of the warfare that is necessary for us to not only maintain what we have in God, but to advance in the things of God. All right? Uh, and then, Caitlin, if you'll just stand right there. Praise the Lord. Honey, honey, just lay hands on. We're not going to expose anything. It's just to say, you missed this on yesterday. Yesterday, we, the Lord allowed us to impart spiritual gifts. Uh, and, and in some, just to uh, activate what was already there. Uh, not because you, you, you work in the medical field, uh, but there's, there's a gift of healing that's going to become more and more evident in you. You're being trained and you've been trained, uh, and as much as you will rely on your education, there's an anointing that's going to become evident, a different kind of uh, medical professional, amen, that, that you will pray and people will get healed. And, and there will be miracles and there will be, be times where, you know, the doctors have said we can't do anything or whatever the case may be. And, uh, and you'll say, okay to them, but you'll say, come on, God, and yeah. let's do this yeah. thing. Yeah. So, so just lift your hands to the Lord. Father, we, we thank you right now. Hallelujah. Let, let me come down here. For this impartation of the gift of healing being, becoming more evident and more pronounced. Uh, God, even as she, she seeks you in the word, you're going to show her, Lord, uh, how it is that you will use her to bring about healing. Hallelujah. 
supernatural, miraculous, uh, never before seen type healings, God. And Father, we thank you for that. Thank you for re releasing. There'll come a boldness to pray. Come on, a boldness to pray and, and to be moved and led by the Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Everybody, amen. Marsha, if you're just, you're already standing, praise the Lord. Um, 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 a heightened prophetic release in, in, in your uh, prayer and intercession, but there's going to be a heightened prophetic release. There's going to be an ease to it. Uh, this, the gift of prophecy will begin to flow. It's already working in you, but this, this is going to become heightened. And, and you're going to know exactly when, when to say. Because there, there were, there were and, and this, is not a, this is not a negative thing, it's just a training moment. There were, there were some moments during the praise and worship where, 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 where the Lord wanted to prophesy. And there are some of you that he was speaking to you to say certain things, and you, you weren't sure what to do. And so there has to be a level of liberty. Amen. That 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 is uh, comes from a place of maturity and an understanding of protocol. So 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 the next time, whoever it is, you come to them and you say, this is what I believe I hear the Lord saying. And then they'll let you know whether or not they'll say it or or they may give you the mic and let you say it. Because see, see the issue becomes if you take that prophecy back home, whoever needed it today, they didn't get it. They didn't get it. And that's another reason why we need to show up. Because when you, when you miss moments like the weekend that we had, you rob us of what you carry. And the church is anemic because certain people are absent when their gifting is required. Amen. So, Father, we, we thank you for our sister. Uh, Lord God, we the, the gift is already there. Uh, we thank you for the heightening, for, for the elevation of it, uh, this prophetic release in her life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And, and this, this is for the leadership, uh, three things necessary to determine God's will, because we're moving. Now, some of you all that kind of come hit and miss, y'all going to show up one Sunday, and we're not going to be here. Right? Where in the world they go? We, we moved to the new place. <laughs> so you, you don't, don't miss any more services. We have tutoring on Wednesday night. Right. right? We have tutoring, right? You had to be here yesterday. Uh, but there are three things necessary to determine God's will. And, and, and this applies to the building, which is really more of a facility because it's going to facilitate God's next phases of the vision for this house. And so we need this, this, we need this facility. Some of you are not having your prayers answered because you don't need what it is that you're asking God for. And if it does not become a necessity, you'll never see it. Wow. And so you have to require it. You have to require things of the Lord. I, I'm saying this because we're, we're in a place, we're believing God for a three and a half million dollar facility debt free. And, and, and it hit me the other day. I went out, I actually went to the facility, sat out there and prayed, uh, Pastor Elaine, and I said, oh, my goodness. I said, Lord, I need this building because you need it. Because you know what I have been saying? I don't need a building. We got, we got, we got a couple right now. I mean, we have three. I said, we, we, why we need another building? I said, I don't need it. I can do it. And the Holy Spirit said, son, be quiet. <laughs> the Lord needs the building. For what it is he's about to do next. So I know some of you ready. Uh, the three things. Number one, the right timing. Number two, the right money. Number three, the right people. And, and the right people have to be in the right places. And number three is most important. That's it. The right timing, the right money, the right people, and the right people in the right places. Because when God does something, he has a nexus where these three things must converge. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
And when they do, you know that you're in, you're in the midst of God's timing, and it's time for you to move. It's time for you to do what his will is. And, and it's in that place where you find his provision. Yeah. Now, now, now we're, we're going we're gonna to get into the word, so turn to First uh, Chronicles chapter 12. But, John, I'll say this to you, the, the facility where we are now, I mean, we, our first, first building was 1,400 square feet, and then we started using this event center that was, I don't know, maybe eight 9,000 square feet, and then we moved to where we are right now, and we have 15,000 square feet, and I think where we're going is somewhere maybe like 35, 40,000 square feet with uh, 15 hotel style, man, we'd be able to hold a conference right, right, there, right there and folk can live, right. stay right, That's man, right. I'm trying to tell you, I'm already in there. I'm already in there. But, but, but my wife would tell you, in, 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 the, in the first transition, I was afraid to even contact the people to talk to them about the building because I didn't want to get rejected. She said, man, call them. And I'm releasing this to, to build up your faith. And so, so we put a deal on the table, and uh, the uh, real estate agent said, I can't take this to these people. He said, man, they won't talk to me, and they won't talk to you all. I said, well, that's all we had. Do you not know when he came back, he was, he was laughing, Tim. He said, man, not only did they take y'all's offer, they made y'all a better offer than what y'all asked for. So you can't tell me when God wants you to have something. We needed $100,000. Ask me how much we had. I'll tell you, nothing. <laughs> but do you not know God provided every step of the way? We had so many checks coming into the mailbox that we changed. It. My wife said, this, I'm going to the checkbox. It was no longer the mailbox. <laughs> it was the checkbox. Then one Sunday morning, I stood, and we needed $10,000 that week for some of the work that we were doing. And, and, and Richard, I, I said to the people, we need $10,000, and God's going to give it to us. Tuesday, my wife came into the building with a check for exactly $10,000 from somebody who has never been to the building. So when the, when the right timing... Come on, the right money and the right people come together. God will provide. And see, and see, the reason, listen, one of the reasons you want to see this new apostolic center raised up is simply this. Whatever God makes happen for this house, he'll start making it happen at your house. And so for some of you, it's going to be a test, amen, to see whether or not you will partner with God and then just trust him for your own household. I'm preaching already, better than y'all saying amen. Hallelujah. We're, we're, uh, uh, I left, uh, and uh, Max can attest to this, um, we left a whole lot of word on the table this weekend. I think I had two more messages. We just got caught up. It's all right. And he's got the notes, and John can do with them whatever um, it is that he, he's led to do. Uh, but on the way home yesterday, uh, last night, and, and we, we only went home. Our oldest godson graduated from high school. So, man, we couldn't miss that. And, uh, and so we went home to do that and took care of a few things. But, and God was, was, was uh, dealing with me about... Uh, uh, alerting the saints to the level of warfare assigned to a ministry and a house like this. Now, one of the things that sometimes escapes those that are in the body of Christ is the fact that because we are a body, sometimes you are uh, confronted with things just because of who you're in relationship with. It's not that the devil is upset with you per se. He just knows what you're connected to. Yeah. Uh -huh. Amen, somebody? Amen. And, and, so, and so I want to talk to you uh, today about helpers in the war. Helpers in the war. And, and so let's look at the scripture, 1 Chronicles chapter 12, uh, verse 1. Amen. And, and the Bible says, now there were the, the men who came to David. Scripture says, uh, at uh, Ziklag, 
while he was still a fugitive from Saul, the son of Kish. And they were among the mighty men, here it is, helpers in the war. Come on, say that, helpers in the war. Amen. See, see, see God won't, won't send you peacekeepers during times of war. Amen. And we have to be careful while people are talking about peace, peace, and blessing, and blessing. And we are in a time of intense conflict and warfare if you're paying any attention to what the Spirit is saying to the church. And, and in verse 2, the Bible says, now notice this, that they were armed, everybody say armed, armed. with bows, amen, using both the right hand and the left hand, and that, that's going to mean something in a little while, in hurling stones, amen. Now stones, are, 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 are stones symbolize strength and stability. So, so these helpers in the war, amen, uh, uh, when, 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 when they engage the enemy on whatever level it is that they engage the enemy, they do so with, with weapons that, that have strength and stability, okay? And then it says here that they were shooting arrows with the bow. They were of Benjamin, Saul's brethren. All right. Uh, the word uh, arrows, arrows symbolizes the word of God sent. So when we see arrows in scripture, it, it symbolizes the word of God being sent or the word of God being proclaimed. You see, the highest form of warfare is proclaiming the word of God. Yes. His word, amen, the word of God is a, is, is a two-edged sword. So, so you, you know, you, you really want to take a page from, from Jesus Christ. When, when, when the devil was warring against Jesus, Jesus didn't use a whole lot of churchy cliches. Jesus said, it is written. Amen. And so whether, whether you are speaking it, whether you are singing it, amen, uh, the highest form of spiritual warfare is proclaiming the word of God. Right? See, God's word out of your mouth is just as powerful as God's word out of his mouth because it's all God's word. And you got to believe that. That's why you need to get full up on the word of God because you may not have time to pull out your phone and do a search on Prophet Google. Y'all ain't talking back to me. Amen. Or, or do a search, praise the Lord, in, in, in the Bible app and, and try to find the scripture uh, that's just like uh, being outside and getting ready to get into a fight, and you tell the person you're getting ready to fight, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> I got to get my stuff together. You can't do that when the devil is coming, right? You, 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 you got to be up. See, I am warning you right now, and to be forewarned is to be forearmed. So you need to get full up on the word of God. So that when these things come your way, not only do you have the shield of faith, but you're able to proclaim the word of the Lord. Now, now, now let's look at uh, two, some other verses real quick. Look at verses uh, 16, 16 through 18. Amen. Scripture says, then some of the sons of Benjamin and Judah came to David at the stronghold. And this apostolic center is going to be a stronghold for this region. All right. And David went out to meet them and answered and said to them, now, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Notice the wisdom. He didn't know whether they were friend or foe, so he didn't let them inside of the stronghold. He met them outside the street. Because he didn't know what they, they, they could have been coming to, to spy out and see, come on, what, what was inside so that they could wage some kind of warfare. And that's a word to you. You got to be careful who you allow in your stronghold. Everybody shouldn't have access to your stronghold. Right. Amen. Amen. And, and, and it goes on to say here, praise the Lord, uh, and David went out to meet them and answered and said to them, if you have come peaceably to me to help me, my heart will be united with you. You see this in the Loftons. They, they, they have great discernment, and they know whether or not you've come to help, or you come to help yourself. Amen, amen, amen. Good preaching, Reverend. 
He says here, look, he says, my heart will be united with you, but if to betray me to my enemies, since there is no wrong in my hands, may the God of our fathers look and bring judgment. Now, now watch this real closely. Then the spirit came upon Amasiah. Amasiah means burden. His destiny was to be a burden wherever he went. The scripture says he was chief of the captains, and he said, We are yours, O David. We are on your side, O son of Jesse. Peace, peace to you, and peace to your helper, for your God helps you. And I want to say to Apostle John and to the, to the rest of the church, to the elders, there are going to be some people who come, and they're going to bring more burdens with them, amen, when they show up. But somewhere in the worship and in the teaching, God is going to transform them from burdens to burden bearers. Because this is what happened with Amasiah. He realized that the Lord's hand was upon that ministry, was upon David, just like the Lord's hand is upon this house and upon this man of God and this woman of God. Boy, y'all ought to be praising the Lord right there. The Lord's hand ain't on every place that gathers. Every people that comes together, the Lord is not there. Jesus is on the outside of a whole lot of churches, Revelations 3 and 20, knocking on the door. And this is the crazy thing. They're having church, and Jesus is not even in the house. And they can't even recognize it. Somebody ought to shout, help, Lord. You're in a bad place where you are worshiping God and giving glory to the Father, and he is nowhere near you. How is that possible when he inhabits the praises of his people? They must not be his people. So, 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 so David received them, the Bible says. And, and not only did he receive them, he made them captains, captains of the troop. That's a word right there in itself. I don't know how much of this I'm going to finish, but that's a word. Because there are going to be some people that come here. And they are, listen, they're gonna be a, there's going to be a group that comes here, and not, they don't need to be fixed. Come on, because see, some of y'all we got to take our time with. We've been talking about restoration. We got to keep working on you, get some stuff out, wrong stuff out, good stuff in. But we need some folk that come in, that they're ready to go. The leaders can look up and say, no, we don't need to do, do anything with them. Just, we just need to plug them in place. And you can't get mad because you were holding down an area of ministry. See, I pray all the time for people smarter than the folk we got right now, more anointed than the people we got, more capable than the folk that we have right now. And we've already alerted those that are in place. You need to be ready to scoot over some. Just tell somebody, make some room. Don't, don't get mad and quit. Don't go home. Glory be to God. We're trying to get better. They do it all the time in sports. When free agency comes, they're just trying to get better. Am I right, brother? For the next year. Listen, my God. They're not concerned with the name that's on the back of the jersey. They're concerned with, wear that T-shirt. They're concerned with the name that's on the front of the jersey. She got one. Praise the Lord. So let, let, let's get moving. Amen. Uh, uh, praise God. Uh, let's see. Every, what, what's going on? Is that me or you? All right. He's working it out. Let me, let me preach. I got my notes. Listen, I believe that God establishes his church in the world to maintain and to advance the victory that Christ has achieved for our good. In doing so, the church is in a constant state of warfare, amen, as we seek to carry out the will of the Father and to expand his kingdom. See, the devil is not just going to allow us to waltz into the things of the Lord. Do you follow what I'm saying? And the greater the blessing, the greater the warfare. Have you not noticed that, that your life is, is, is typically, amen, uh, uh, is typically uh, okay until you start to receive prophetic words? Amen. And, 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 and it's, that's simply because the devil does not know the mind of God until God chooses to reveal it. And then the devil goes to work overtime trying to frustrate what he knows now is the will, is the will of God. But listen to me closely. Pro prophecy or the prophetic is merely potential. Wow. 
Don't worry about screens. Just look at me. Amen. Prophecy or, or, or the prophetic is merely potential. It is a picture of what could happen in your life if you gave yourself fully to God. So all of you who have prophetic words over your life, just wave your hands at me real quick. How much of that are you realizing, especially if you don't give yourself over to the Lord? Now, the devil is not going to sit there and allow you to become what the Lord has said. He's already having problem with you, and you, and you got a little bit, of, little bit of power. But if you move into the next things of God, he knows that he's going to have trouble He's going to have problems. You're going to mess around and get some Holy Ghost momentum, and he's not going to be able to stop you. So he fights against us. Amen. And, and see, what Christ secured for us is meant to be shared with the entire world. The ground that we seek to take is ground which our enemy has taken possession of. And you need to realize that when God relocates you all, just tell somebody it's coming, get prophetic, it's coming. You're not going, just going to move physically, you're going to move spiritually and also jurisdictionally. We had, to, we had to learn that there were some, some demonic squatters on the land where we are. Yeah. Come on, at least within a, a one-mile radius of our church, they had been squatting there spiritually, and we had to learn how to dispossess them yeah. of what belonged to the children of God. Yeah. Am I talking to anybody? Yeah. There are souls that we seek to deliver that the devil has held is holding captive. Evangelism, every evangelistic effort, amen, is an act of war. The devil is holding them bound. The gospel that we preach is only here to them, amen, who, who, who he has blinded, whose ears he has stopped, whose, whose lives he has bound up. And so we have to engage in warfare so that they can be free. How many of y'all got family members that need to be free? Co-workers, it ought to be everybody. Co-workers that need to be free. Nasty neighbors that need to be delivered. Come on, by the power of God. Amen. Every, hallelujah. So this is, this is what we have been called to accomplish, and it will not come without a fight. So every member of a local church must understand that warfare is a sign to every God-given vision. How many of y'all believe that? Every God-given vision has, has warfare assigned to it. And whatever the Father ordains, the adversary opposes. Wow. And you need to know that. You follow what I'm saying? That's how, one of the ways you can understand or see that God is for you, that he has ordained your life. It's simply because the enemy begins to oppose you. And see, he doesn't, he, the devil, I'm going to tell y'all, he's not that smart at all. Because if he knew, if he really knew that in his opposition of you, he was only empowering you to manifest who you are. You cannot be more than a conqueror, Tim, if you don't have anything to conquer. You cannot be an overcomer except you have some stuff that you got to overcome. David said it was good that I was afflicted. That makes no sense, but we talked about it yesterday. Suffering precedes intimacy. Life, life comes after death. There, there are some paradoxes, amen, that we need to understand that are associated with this, this Christian life. And then, and then, but our Father, he will raise up and he will sit. This is an encouragement to you guys, you guys. Help us in the war to secure and advance the victory given to us by Christ. One of the lessons this house has to learn is how to contend for resources. Amen. Sometimes God will allow shortage so that you will learn how to depend on him at a new level as a God that's the source of your supply. It's not going to come by ordinary means. Come on, it's not going to come by those, those regular avenues that you're so used to getting what you need. He's going to show you that you got to depend on me. Just hunch, hunch that sleeping neighbor and tell him, wake up, that's demonic for you to sleep in service. Come on, the, the only thing, only person that wants you to go to sleep right now is the devil. God wants you to be wide awake. Did he really, I know you said, did he really say that? Yes, I did. 
Amen. One, one, of, one of the main things, praise the Lord, we must keep in mind as a local church is that we are not at war with one another. Amen. Uh, we're not at war with one another, but we are helpers in the war. We are helpers in the war against a real enemy who aggressively opposes us. I think I'm behind a little bit. Turn over to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 12. This is it right here. We have a real adversary. We're not at war with one another. Come on, just look at your neighbor and say, I'm not your enemy. I'm here to bless you if you let me. Come on, how many believe you carry the blessing? Glory be to God. If you stop judging me and amen and, and criticizing me and looking at me all cockeyed, come on, I might bless you, praise the Lord. I, I, do, I do have a relationship with God. I did get baptized and come out of the water in the newness of life. Amen. If you back up off me a little bit, I know I've just been here a little while. But greater is he that is in me than he that is. I might not look like much, but I'm connected to the power source. Come on, is that your testimony? Won't you praise God that you got power flowing through you? Hallelujah. Ephesians 6, verse 10 through 12, praise the Lord. Bible uh, says, and, and you really need to read all the way down through verse 20. Promise me you'll read that next week because verses 19 and 20, John and those that teach in the ministry really need you praying specifically that way for them. That the word that they preach, praise the Lord, will be an effective word, that they will speak that word boldly and speak it as they ought to speak. But in verses 10 through 12, Scripture says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole, y'all see that? The whole armor of God. Why? That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Y'all see that? The tricks, the schemes. He, he has studied your life. Amen. He, he knows what you like. He knows what trips you up. He is plotting your demise. And see, one thing about the devil, he's a long-range manipulator. Opportunist. See, see he, 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 listen, he, he got, he's gonna, he'll wait you out. Praise the Lord. He'll wait till you feel like you got strength and you got power and everything is looking good. And he's not going to attack you in the area of your weakness. He will come at you in the area that you think you're strongest because a defeat will be more pronounced in your life. Hallelujah. And so then in, in verse 12, it says here, for we do not wrestle. Amen. Let me go back. We do not wrestle. Y'all see that? We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. And you got to, this is not collegiate wrestling. You know, they got rules and referees and whistles and all of that kind of stuff. No, this is no holds barred. Anything goes kind of wrestling. You trying to be cute in your fight. The devil's, come on with your cute self. You, you, you trying to get your form together. No, no, no. Ah, no, ain't none of that. Let me, let me get loose, devil. Let me, no, pow, you already out. No, this is no holes barred, no restrictions. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Any of y'all used to watch the wrestling? Yeah. Remember they used to have those no disqualifications matches? The cage match, that's the one I used to like. With the ladder in the middle. Those jokers come off the, come off the top of the cage. Hitting folk with the ladders and the tables and everything. That's how the devil fights against us. Have you ever noticed he doesn't fight fair? He will attack your children. He will attack your body. He will attack your mind. He will invade your prayer time. Nothing is off limits to the devil. Have you ever noticed while you're praying and interceding, you get a thought that comes from somewhere? If it showed up on this screen right here, you'd be so embarrassed. You say, why in the world is this? This doesn't have anything to do with the Lord. You better preach that thing. Nothing is off limits. He will attack your marriage. He will come against your health. He'll mess, listen, he will, he, he, he will mess with your car. He'll mess with your telephone conversation. I've got some friends just as soon as we shift and the conversation becomes prophetic, the signal goes out. Every time. 
Because he's the prince of the power of the air. See, what he wants us to believe, now I'm not one of those that believe there's a devil behind every door and you can't put the spirit of on everything. We, we created more spirits than in the, that's in the Bible. Some of this stuff is just people. Lazy, lustful people. Right? Can't blame everything on them, right? Some of this, you, you know what you're doing. Ain't the devil behind you. You know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> you know what you're doing. Nah, ain't no devil made you do it. Because, see, you know, James exposes the enemy's strategy, and he only has three aspects of warfare, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And, see, he works with what's on the inside of you. I believe, and I don't have scripture to back this up, so you can just throw it away after I say it. I don't believe that the devil only tried to entice uh, Judas. I believe he tried all of the disciples. Judas was just the only one that was compatible. That's why he walks about as a roaring lion in and out of C3 trying to find the weakest link. Y'all ain't hear me. He's looking for that gazelle that's out there like this. Y'all know what? That's the geographic. It's always the one in the back. <laughs> Lions come out of nowhere, soup, and you hollering at the TV. Hey, 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 run, run, man. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Demons are disembodied spirits. They have to have a human body in which to function. Now, if you're born again, you ought to have the Holy Spirit, which means the devil cannot, uh, he cannot possess you, but he can oppress you. He, can't he cannot possess you. A born again believer cannot be possessed by the devil. You have somebody else occupying your spirit. He is the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So I can't stop him from oppressing me, but he will not possess me. Thank you, God. He will oppress you. He'll try to bring stuff and put it on you. Do you follow what I'm saying? He'll try to bring burdens to you. That's why the anointing removes the burden. Do you follow what I'm talking about? So we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but again, look at, look at this, and notice the, the, the order that, that they have. But against principalities and against powers and against the rulers of the darkness of this age. And see, we, we normally attributed this warfare to the devil, but none of us are deserving of the devil's attention. You ain't that important, neither, neither am I. But he does have these ranks of demons and minions that are assigned. They ain't here right now. They follow you. Glory be to God. Wherever they, they follow you, amen, and try to uh, entice you into doing things. Like when the worship leader said, lift your hand. I ain't lifting nothing. Why? Because he works in my mind. And he will, he will, he will, he will make suggestions. Look at her, look at her, look at her. She wants you to speak. Don't speak. Just keep right on walking. That's the devil. I know I'm teaching in here today. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And, and, and so he says here, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. It's in the invisible realm. And you need to understand that what is spiritual and invisible is more real than what is physical and visible. There's a spirit behind things that we're seeing. There's a spirit behind abortion. There's a spirit behind racism. There's a spirit behind murder. Y'all, this, this whole uh, uh, human trafficking, there's a spirit behind it. Hallelujah. So then, uh, praise the Lord. We have, 
This is this this passage right here is the is the entire uh, uh, the, the central teaching on the entire New Testament on uh, in terms of spiritual warfare. Amen. So so what does the scripture command us to do? It commands us to be strong in the Lord. Right. Be strong. Who in the Lord? Amen. Not 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 in the organization, but in the Lord. Amen. Not not even in your marriage, but in the Lord. You got to get strong where in the Lord. It's just like the gym. You can't just ride by it. You got to go in. Come on, tell somebody. You got to go in. You got to go in. And when you get inside, come. my wife's a certified fitness trainer, nutritionist. You got to put some work in. How many of y'all guilty? Don't raise your hand. Just keep looking straight ahead. But you bought, you bought, you bought that treadmill and that elliptical, and now all it is is an expensive clothes hanger. All it does is hold your clothes. Right? And then, and then we are, are to do this in the power of his might. Right? Not by power nor by might, but by his spirit. We need, see, see, we can't defeat the devil in our own power and might. We have to have the power and the might of God. And, and look at this. We have to put on the whole armor of God. All of it. Amen? And, and, and see, you have to cover your head with the helmet of salvation. Right? Because, see, salvation, one definition of it is that God has delivered us from everything and everybody, amen, that prevents us from receiving his best for our lives. Where does that, that attack normally take place? In your mind. So we put on, come on, do it with me. We put on the helmet of salvation to cover my mind, amen, while the Holy Spirit is renewing my mind. I want to keep it covered. Y'all think, uh, what's that, that movie, The X-Men? What's, what's the guy? He put the Magneto, right? But, but, but then uh, Professor X, he has a helmet too, right? Amen. He don't have a helmet? Well, y'all know better than I do. Praise the Lord. But, but, but we have to put on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, right? Our loins gird about with truth. Amen. The, the, your reproductive organs need to be gird about with truth so you don't produce false things. Feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Isn't that right? These are, those were boots with, with at least a, a seven-inch sandals, rather, with seven-inch spikes in them. They were the kind of spikes that once you planted your foot, you were not going anywhere. Because the scripture says we put on this armor so we can stand against the wiles of the devil. We get on the promises of God and we say... No matter what you bring, I'm standing right here, right? We have the shield of faith, which was a shield that looked like a door, protecting you from your head all the way down to your feet. It was, it was a number of uh, 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 leather strips that had been put together. And guess what? It, to keep it from cracking, you had to keep it all down. Because the shield of faith needs the oil of the Holy Spirit to help it be operated sword of the spirit. Let me hurry up. Which is the word of God. And then there are the lances of prayer. Because there's no distance in the spirit. Prayer can reach anywhere. And not only can prayer reach anywhere, prayer can do everything God can do. Somebody ought to say glory. That's why I keep praying because prayer can do what God can do. Hallelujah. Thank you. Just give him another praise right there. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, now we, we got to hurry up with this, but the, the, a portrait of the helpers in war, amen, uh, they came to David, and, and, and the Bible lets us know that they, they joined with David. Everybody see that? That God joins us to a leader who is carrying our God's vision. He joins you to the leader. And what God puts together, let no man put asunder. So you're not just joining C3, you're joining John and Elaine Lofter. And people don't realize this because they're shepherds, they join with you at the heart. So when you just pull out of here because you got your little feelings hurt, you take some of their flesh with you. And you may be able to go and just live and do whatever, but they still have to suffer the wounds that you created. Help us, Lord. 
Amen. They came, and, and this is significant for you all, in the transitional stage of vision. Yeah. And you're in a transitional stage of vision. Amen. And, and vision is progressive. It is the, the progressive revelation of God. He doesn't give it to us all at once because he has to make us ready. And we have to show ourselves faithful to the portion that he entrusts to us. You never, you, you never qualify for more in God just because you ask for it. God tries you before he trusts you. And everything, this is a word for somebody. All that you have right now is God's test for you, amen, in preparation to whether or not he's going to give you more. So how you handling what you got right now? Come on, single lady, you talking about you want a husband, but you don't keep your house clean. Hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. Single brother, come on, because this, this is, I don't know about how Pastor John teaches it, but I tell every single lady, if you dating a guy and he doesn't have his own car, his own house, his own bank account, his own retirement fund, come on in here. He ain't ready. Go get your own. I ain't moving to your mama's house. And I don't need your mama to come pick us up. And you ain't going to use my money. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. L listen, these, these persons that came, they were mighty. And that's what the Lord is seeking to do through the teaching and the ministry here is to help you to become mighty. See, what they were in 1 Chronicles chapter 12, in the natural, you must be in the spirit. We draw spiritual parallels from the, from the Old Testament. Somebody say amen. amen. And, and then number four, praise the Lord, they were, they were armed. They were armed. You cannot after today come to another service, amen, and leave your uh, armor at home. You got to come here armed. Because warfare can break out at any time. We must be armed with spiritual weaponry. That's why you need to come to service. That's why you need to come to Wednesday night service. That's why you shouldn't have missed the school of equipping. Praise the Lord. You should be here supporting. Hallelujah. Why y'all looking at me like that? I ain't scared of none of y'all. Tell somebody he's telling the truth. That's right. We should have been here because, see, you, you, we can't go back and get you what God imparted. And many times the ministries can't move forward because those that are called to support it, they miss what God revealed by not being present. So we got to wait for you to get caught up. You ever been in the class and, you, you, and we couldn't go to the next material because there were some folk that didn't get the present material? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They were flexible. Y'all still love me, don't you? You better because it's in the Bible. You don't want to cut off the supernatural miracle working power of God in your life because you got offended, off-ended. Come on, you got cut off. The anointing is flow. Come on, flowing in here. They were flexible. Everybody say flexible. Amen. They, they could use both the right hand and the left hand in hurling stones and shooting arrows with the bow. The church is supposed to stretch you. It's supposed to challenge you. you I've I, I never been one to, uh, to go up there in front and talk. So, come on up here. We're going to pray you right on through this thing. I'm not picking on anybody, but you're supposed to get stretched here. Well, I ain't never prayed for nobody before. Do you pray? Yeah, but just act like you're at home by yourself. <laughs> right? We're supposed to stretch you and to make you flexible. I feel like I'm gifted to teach God's word, and I am to teach adults. Well, go over there with them little children, and you start with those little kids, because if you can keep their attention, we ain't going to have to worry about you putting us grown folk to sleep. Yeah. 
Matter of fact, before you go to the class, go by those bathrooms over there and clean those up. Ain't nobody shouting now. Because if you, I'm telling you, you know, some folk come to a church and they think they ought to be promoted. Hold, hold one of these seats down for about six months. Don't miss one service for about, let me see you be faithful to uh, row number two, seat three. Let that be your ministry right there. Let me see how much praise you can give. That's right. Seat three. How much praise you can give to the Lord. Come on, how, fa- how much exhortation right there on that seat. And then we'll think about moving you into some area of ministry. Amen. I got to hurry. I got to hurry. So why does this matter? Why does this matter? We will not realize what God has ordained for us without warfare. Don't just think you're going to get it. Amen. Our opposition and the war, they are real. Sometimes you say, I don't know why this is going on. Warfare. Opposition. Make a de- you know, I'm going to spend more time in prayer. Watch all the wheels fall off the way. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ty can't get up in the morning sleep. Oh, Lord. Go in there and get on your knees. Anybody else done this beside me? And you say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Yeah. All that time go by and you say, oh, Lord, I got to go to work now. Yeah. Right? There is a demonic opposition assigned to what we together are called to be and to do. There's opposition assigned to it, to what we are together. Do you follow what I'm saying? And see, listen, the devil will use just one or two of us to make sure that there's not unity among us. Right? Everybody, she said, lift your hands. Three people say, I ain't lifting my hands. Why he keeps saying that? Because it happens all the time. And you know what we miss out on? The blessing that's been commanded by God is reserved for where he finds brethren dwelling together in union. Not people that are biologically kin, but those that are born again of the same spirit. It's a mentality. Praise the Lord. Our strength is in the Lord and our power is in his might. How many know that to be the truth? Our strength is in him. Amen. And and, and in the power of his might. And then these last few things, and we're going to pray for a few people. We will be defeated if we do not put on the whole armor of God. Because the devil is walking about as a roaring lion. He's opportunistic. He's trying to, oh, no, they didn't leave their helmet of salvation off today. (laughs) I'm getting ready to wail on their head. Oh, yeah. Man, they're going to have so many thoughts coming at their head today. Y'all, have you ever had a day like that where you thoughts just, I mean, your mind's just being bombarded with all kind of craziness? Amen. We have to utilize the weaponry that the Lord has made available to us in an effective way. We must see ourselves as helpers in the war. Amen. Recommit yourself to the Loftons, that you are helpers in the war. You're not going to go A-W-O-L. Was that a way without leave? I wasn't in the military. He was. Now, you got a post here, and we need you to show up and mind your post. If you sit on the same row every Sunday, I deputize you row captain. (laughs) Keep the devil off that row. And keep the Holy Ghost flowing. That's a good word right there. Keep the Holy Ghost flowing on your road every Sunday. You might have to let them know if you sit on this road, no sleeping. You will not check your Facebook while the man of God is preaching and teaching. Come on, you will not balance your checkbook while the word. You you will not plan your meals for the next week. Why are we in this service? We're going to have some order on this road. If you're sick, let me know. I'll pray for you right here on this road. We'll join hands right on the road. And, and one of us will get a prayer through and healing will take place. And we'll bring you after service and say, Apostle, look what happened. God healed this believer while we were in the praise and worship right here on my road.
and we can change the whole climate. Glory be to God. If you will begin to function like those who came to David, God, I am tired of being a burden. I want to be a burden bearer. I want to help lift the load off of the leader and make it so that the word comes across with ease and accuracy. Hmm. Then we must expect victory. Come on, if we do it God's way, we get God's result. So we got to expect to have victory. Amen. And this is not victory that we have to fight for. It's victory that we fight from. We already have it because the devil has been defeated by our God. Just look at somebody and say, we already got the victory. We might as well praise the Lord for the victory that we already have. And if you're sitting on my row, you're not going to walk out of here defeated. You're going to go out the doors victorious. Hallelujah. We got to expect victory if we do it God's way. Number one, because the Lord is on our side. Yeah. Let me have that mic right there. Because the Lord is on our side. How many believe that? Tell your neighbor while you're sitting beside me, the Lord is on our side. We got help from on high. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. There's a breakthrough that's in the building. We've already won this state. You don't have to wait till God gives you the evidence of having victory and overcome. You can go ahead and shout right now. Glorify him. Don't wait till you get the evidence of it. Lift your hands and lift your voice to the Lord and say, God, I thank you that we are victorious. Every mountain, every valley, every trial, every difficulty, no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. You gotta believe that. How many row captains we got? Let me wait. If you're gonna be a row captain and you need to serve notice, you need to you're gonna sit here. What's going on in your life today? I can't afford for you to be a burden in the service. So we gotta we gotta touch and agree right now that the Lord will give you the victory. You might be sad, but you ain't going out of here sad. You might be hurt, but you're not going out of here hurt. You might be broken, but the God that I serve, He's a healing God. How many believe God for victory? Come on, clap your hands and praise him for it. Praise him until he turns it around. Praise him until he delivers in your family. Praise him until, my God, he heals. Praise him until burdens are removed. Praise him until homes are restored. Praise him until this reason comes to God. Hallelujah. You got to know this. We're not just a part of any kind of church. We are a part of the unstoppable church. I don't know if I ever told y'all this, but in Matthew chapter 16, the Bible talks about Jesus saying that upon this rock, I'm going to build this church, my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And see, that, I don't know if I can say this in here, but that ain't no punk sissy church. Come on, oh, this is a church where, 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 where real men and women of God go to. Because this church stands in the gates, in the doorway of hell, and dares the devil to come out. Tired of the devil wreaking havoc on his community, on his schools, come on, 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 on the systems and the structures where we live. We got to live here. I'm not gonna tiptoe around the devil. I'm here to tell you, listen, we can't wait for the police right. to clean up our neighborhoods. Come on. Talk about. They took prayer out of the schools, but y'all saw that army that was up here on the altar that went in the children's church. They can go in there like transformers. I feel like I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen. They can go in there like transformers. The teacher won't even know what hit them. The students won't even know what hit them. There won't be no pedophilia in the schools because our babies will be casting out devils. There won't be no, my God, gangs in the school because our babies will be delivering the gang bangers. Won't be
be no gender confusion because our little ones will be laying hands and calling them into order in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message encouraged you. If you would like to learn more about C3 Church, please visit us in person in Indian Trail, North Carolina at 5805 West Highway 74, Indian Trail, North Carolina, 28079, or on the web, c3churchnc.org, or on facebook.com forward slash c3indiantrailnc.org.